0: Hello, listeners. This is your host Anjana, and we are back with yet another episode of Business Lines News Explained. COVID 19 has certainly changed all of our lives. It has led to many deaths and a lot of after effects. Now, a new variant has marked its arrival that is, the JN1 variant. So, is COVID 19 on the rise again? How dangerous is this variant? will this lead to another lockdown to talk to us about it we have with us jodi Datta, deputy editor business line let's straight away get into this very important question that is we have all had a very crazy time with you know managing covid and being a part of lockdown and everything now we have a new variant that is the jn1 variant So all of us have this one particular question that is this variant dangerous and where was it first discovered?
1: Hi, Anjana. Thank you for having me on. You know, there's been an increase in COVID cases. We've seen it in certain countries. We're seeing it in certain states in India as well. And uh, as you mentioned, it is uh, being caused by the JN1 which is a sub variant of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Now, SARS-CoV-2 is what caused COVID in the first place. So, from there we had many offshoots. One of which was Omicron, and from there we've had further offshoots. And uh, so, when we are, you know, it's it's been like a step down kind of a thing. And so then we have uh, w- what we call a sub variant, which is what JN. One is, and uh, at the moment, what um, you know, whether it's the Union Health Ministry of India, whether it is WHO, whether it is the CDC, what all of them are saying is that uh, they don't, again, from the available evidence, this is what WHO is saying, uh, they don't see any additional public health risk from what is already there. So they see, you know, from what is already being caused by the other variants. So they're not seeing an additional risk and uh, from what is the available uh, evidence. Um, but again, this is something that will keep changing as more evidence comes in. So that could change tomorrow. But at the moment, what they're saying is that uh, it's been evaluated as being low in terms of a global public health risk. I just went
0: through one of those uh, articles that you have uh, written today, this morning. So it is, uh, say, it is saying that uh, WHO classifies JN1 as a new variant
1: of interest. So what does this mean Exactly. Yeah, you're right there because just uh, last, e- this would be last, uh, yesterday globally in Geneva, which was really early morning for us, uh, when the WHO has classified Gen one as a variant of interest. Earlier it was being seen as a subsect, uh, you know, as part of the family of ba uh, eighty six, which is a variant again of the SARS CoV 2. So it's, it was seen as part of being another family, which was the BA286. But now it's being seen in its own right, if you know, for want of better words, to uh, you know, as a variant of interest, and uh, that again comes from the spike in cases that we are seeing, uh, which is being attributed to JN1. So, um, it, it, that, that's why it's got this classification separately for itself and not as part of the BA286 family um, of the SARS CoV 2 viruses, yeah.
0: That's a very interesting insight out there. And this brings me to my next question.
1: How serious is the ongoing increase in COVID-19 cases in India? As you would be knowing and as uh, it has been uh, getting covered uh, in both on uh, television and in the newspapers. Now, we've had one case detected in Kerala. This was uh, November, December. Where the uh, samples were taken and they were tested, the genomic testing was done by the government of India through a consortium of labs called Insaco, uh, where the whole genome testing thing is done. And um, so, this first uh, case was detected in Kerala. Now, but the thing is, um, it we may not be having reports from other states also because you know there's. There's not all states fare equally when it comes to um, sending samples for genome testing. So that's a very different issue, but what, um, uh, so it like you said, so it's been found in Kerala and as a result, the center has sent out um, surveillance um, advisories to state governments to keep an eye uh, out for this and they are conducting mock drills in hospitals. Uh, to make sure that you have uh, enough inventory of medicines and all the rest of it, um, to be sure that if this goes up, if the numbers go up, then um, you know you are prepared and uh, you have enough oxygen and all of that which you which you need. Nowhere has that level of um, seriousness been indicated at the moment because what the CDC, which is the US Centers uh, for Disease Control, what they have said is that jn one has been seen as being more transmissible or better evading our immune systems but no evidence yet of being a uh, an of increased public health risk so that's what all the authorities have been saying as of now so while we keep an eye out on all of this there's not yet been an alarm uh, or, or a reason for panic in that sense so what you would like to
0: convey here is that the JN1 variant was found or discovered first in Kerala, and now there are chances that it might be there in
1: other states. Is there a possibility? Highly likely, you no. Know? So it's been globally, uh, you know, uh, detected in US and uh, of course China and various other countries, mm. and. Um, it's highly likely that it would uh, possibly be there in other states as well. Okay, uh, which is why I think the states are also issuing uh, advisories on wearing masks and mm. uh, your public health uh, uh, measures. Okay, uh, yeah, hygiene measures. But it's been there in um, other countries. Say, uh, I think in the US, it was first detected in September. So in that sense, it's been in circulation. Kerala's mm-hmm. detection was in in India. But okay. that is not to say that it may not be present in uh, other states that we don't mm-hmm. know until Linzakov comes up with any other data from sampling from the different states. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So this is a question that many of us uh, will have in our mind. That so we have taken vaccines, right? So we have taken COVID shield. Some of them have gone ahead and taken Covaxin and all that. So how effective are these vaccines and How do you think that it can help us in fighting against this variant?
1: So at the moment, uh, you know, the government has not given any fresh advisory on taking boosters or any of that. The way uh, it is being looked at by doctors is that your, you know, your existing immunity that is there in the country through, uh, you you know, getting the infection Mm. or getting uh, your vaccine. So all of that has Somehow held out against severity and death um, till now. I mean, in the beginning, you had uh, it was an initial exposure, which is why we saw all the uh, spike in cases and all of that. Yeah. So then there's been the vaccine immunity, and then now you have infection immunity. Many people have also got it, uh, you know, subsequent variants and all of that. So Mm. there's not been an additional call for boosters although globally some countries are talking of the elderly getting uh, you know going in for mm. very specific boosters now that brings us to you know vaccines that are kind of tailored to the new variant and all of that and we are not there yet okay. uh, at least in india so right now what is being said is the existing vaccines um, are seen to protect mm. against uh, severe disease and death and they're not calling for boosters but again you have a, a subset of people who may be you know having transplants or going through chemotherapy or having other sort of ailments which which brings down your own immunity so they it might be better for them to talk to their doctor and see if they are vulnerable whether they would ne- need a booster so that would be the best way i think to go about it but uh, outside of that uh, basic public health measures and hygiene measures i think is what is being advised at the moment yeah so a quick question on these lines that is is there a need
0: that you know when we were having the first wave of covid we were all isolated when we got infected and we were having a very different life back then so with this arrival of jn1 Is there a need to isolate uh, for all those who are affected? And uh, what precautions uh, will uh, we need to take uh, on the lines of this new variant that has
1: come in? Right. So it has to be treated like we've treated the other variants as well. Uh, At least that's what's coming out from all the advisories. There's nothing very different that they have called for. And the thing is, there are a bunch of respiratory um, ailments or illnesses that are also circulating now because of winter. So you have childhood pneumonia, you have RSV, you have influenza. All of this comes up anyway around this time. So this is just being exacerbated by um, this variant of uh, the SARS-CoV-2 virus. So in effect, what is being said is that if you have a cold, or if you're uh, you're running a fever, you have a sore throat. And if you can stay away from work, then do that. If it persists or if it doesn't go away, it gets worse, then definitely get in touch with the doctor and you know take medical help. And uh, if you do have to be out in a crowded place for whatever reason, then the, the standard you know mask protect yourself and those around you. So wear a mask and wash your hands uh, as much as possible. so you're not transferring uh, viruses all over the place. Then, you know, your, your coughing etiquette, as they say, you know, to cover your mouth, your face when you're coughing. So that's what is being advised. Very simple steps, which uh, I think, um, you know, can protect. But um, quarantines in terms, so now um, healthcare care workers are being asked to wear masks again. I think in Karnataka, that advisory has come in. So I think as they see, uh, they're probably evaluating it, um, you know, very closely, watching the numbers and watching the spread. And uh, right now, nothing has been said in terms of anything, uh, you know, a dramatic quarantine or anything, but basic public health measures, which I think will go a long yeah.
0: One last question, that is, do you see a chance for other variants to come in the near future?
1: You know, the way these things work, they do mutate. The virus has been mutating. And, uh, if we see this whole thing started, SARS-CoV-2 started, uh, way back end 2019, 2020. So uh, when, you know, March 2020, the whole lockdown and all of that. And now we are at the end of 2023. So we've been seeing various variants. We've been seeing sub variants. We've been seeing sub sub variants and we've been seeing variants mix up with each other to put it very, uh, simply. So there is no reason why uh, this may not continue, and from what doctors and epidemiologists say is that this is not going to go away. We are going to have to live with it, like we live with a common cold, like we live with you know influenza, which uh, the Western world I think takes vaccinations. You know, elderly get vaccinations every year. So these are things that are going to be part of our life. And from what I understand, I think um, we we will have to learn to live with it. Um, and maybe just be make all these public health measures that, that we have, make it part of our second nature rather than, you know, sort of wait. Because it, it helps with even other respiratory illnesses. So, um, in that sense, if there is a silver lining, that is it. But uh, I think from what we see, there variants are likely to be there. From, and, and experts say that, in fact, you're going to start seeing more pandemic-creating uh, viruses uh, coming up in the future so yeah there's no no easy answers on that one i suppose yeah
0: so what is your final note that you would like to give
1: to our listeners well um common sense anjana i suppose because we have uh, festivities coming up we have christmas we have new years and um, you know various other things i think not to completely be isolated and insulated and afraid but definitely keep your you know, hand washing as as a priority, um, you know, if you can carry a sanitizer better, if you're going into crowded places, and if you have a weakened immunity, especially then that or if you have an elderly person back home, you know, you may not get ill, but you may be taking it back to your elderly parent. So wear a mask if you're in a crowded place, and you're likely to be, uh, you know, going in trains and uh, public transport. So basic um I I think we've all been trained uh, in doing this over the last few years. So just basic common sense. And if you're not well, certainly seek the help of a doctor. No one can help you better than that.
0: Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jyoti, for joining with us today. It was a pleasure to have you with us. Listeners, we'll be back with yet another episode. Till then, this is your host, Anjana, signing off.